Hey everyone, Seth here. I am currently getting ready to pack up for the launch of Rocket of uh, Rocket Labs First Virginia launch uh, this week. Uh, this is a late podcast from like two weeks ago, right just before Thanksgiving. Uh, holidays got in the way of it getting edited, but it's finally out. Uh, this is our talk on uh, experiencing Armus One launch uh, a few weeks ago. It's getting ready to come back uh, Earth soon, so a little outdated information there for you. But uh, we're gonna be back next week after I get back from Rocket Lab. Talk about that, and we get into the holidays. Uh, we'll get into a regular weekly podcast. Thanks so much. Back to our back to our own corners of the world as it shall be. I never left, man. I've been here the whole time. But you're <laughs> you're no longer okay, here. I'm back to where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> That's what it's like. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, uh we are I I've been traveling and I've been, we just lined up perfectly because we took a week off and we almost took this week off, but we're doing it day before yep. Thanksgiving. Yep. Um, actually, my Thanksgiving is going to be Friday, so I don't know about you, but I have actually another day tomorrow. No, my, to mine, is, mine is uh, mine's tomorrow. But uh, I will say this. We're recording on exactly one week from the launch of Artemis 1. We for, we've been waiting for a while to do this uh, to do this mission and uh, yep. actually do this podcast where we get to talk about the actual launch and not just a continually updating of delays. Yeah, uh, let me go ahead and throw this out there. Um, I was right. I called it. It was hey, going. We were both right. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I said it first. That's all. Three for three. <laughs> three for three. You said it first. Okay. We're. Uh, yeah. We're. We're pretty good on our predictions so far. So uh, that's that's pretty. Yeah. We're pretty good. Uh, let's get into before we talk about that. Yeah, let's, let's get, get into, into some the headlines news before we go deep into uh, into Artemis. But yeah. Yep. Last uh, yesterday evening ish, I think uh, I remember I got in. It happened like right before I when I got in from from driving. I I got in like at seven p.m. last night um, from driving back from the Artemis launch. But uh, SpaceX launched uh, the Utel Sat Ten B, um, despite. A 10% probability of good launch weather. Yeah, I honestly, being here, I didn't think it was going. Um, I saw the late notification that it was, but I definitely didn't think it was going because the weather has been, for the last three or four days, man, we haven't seen the sun. So it's mm-hmm. been uh, it's been pretty gloomy. <laughs> uh, but not, you know, it's, it's weird. It's not even cold. We're sort of like at the bottom of what is supposed to be a cold front, but we didn't get any of the cold. So it's yeah, just saw- hot and wet. I saw a, uh, a a map where it was like the entire United States was like cold, and then it was just Florida being like in the seventies. Yeah, it's like, disgusting. Like just having fun uh, instead of being all cold and everything. Uh, I'm up here in Wisconsin where it's uh, I think let's see let's see what the high, it's currently fifty two, high of fifty four, low of twenty seven. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. <sighs> I wish we can we split the difference. I, I'd like to get to like sixty. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where are you what are you at right now? Uh, let's see. It is currently 74. You, oh, you want to go down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. You and, it's you and Daryl. like 150% humidity because it's like, it's oh, it like is that time of year. Rain. It's humidity and it's, yeah. yeah, it's the, it's the humidity plus the rain. So yeah. It's yeah. It's, it's the humid season down there. You and, you and Daryl are, uh, one of our photographers over in, uh, New Orleans. He always, oh, yeah, he, he gets it. he's, he's always like, I want the cold. I want the cold. Dude, you people live in the swamp. <laughs> We just want we just want some some fresh air, yeah. So um, the uh, the it was a communication satellite that launched. Um, it actually was an interesting launch because it was ten forty nines final flight. That was the the mission's eleventh flight. 
um, and final one, they decided to just, uh, I guess, throw it away um, after the mission. I, I, pretty good chance they paid a premium for that. Uh, the idea was that they wanted to get into a higher orbit right off mm-hmm. the bat, um, and that saved them apparently like 10 days of fuel or 10 days of, of their own time um, to, yep. to get into their orbit. So it saved them time to, to use a little bit of extra fuel on that first stage. Um, it just sucks that this is like the longest flying booster. Uh, this first launch was in September of 2018. It's launched Telstars. It's launched, it launched an Iridium Next. Throwback to when we had Iridium Next uh, payloads. Uh, it's been a minute since we've seen Iridium. Uh, one of the largest uh, satellite um, providers like Launcha launch stuff. They launched stuff recently on other payloads, but not on SpaceX. They were like, Iridium was like the original. Oh yeah, we'll use your refuse, re- reflown boosters um, instead of it being like uh, everyone wanting a brand new booster. Um, and then it did a bunch of Starlinks. Uh, so it came up to uh, its eleventh and final flight being um, you. Uh, you God, I always play the. Utelsat 10B, I think is how you pronounce it. I don't know. I, I didn't really watch the webcam. To be honest, I, I saw the I saw a pop. I saw the tweet said lift off. I'm like, no way. And I went I'm like, oh, it did actually lift off. I was expecting yeah, to be so one of those. Do you like, think? I was gonna say. Do you think? So at 10, percent do you think it was like a test? Like, hey guys, do you think we could do this? I mean, obviously, that's they, quite. They a do gamble, it every right? time. Every single time they have a launch, they will go down to the to the last possible moment. Um, yeah. And before they have to scrub the launch, and it did this. This this did get delayed a few times. It actually earlier in the day was supposed to be CRS twenty six, and that did get scrubbed. So yeah. that's now being moved off to November twenty sixth, which, which is our next topic. Uh, CRS twenty six mission being delayed to the November tw- uh, not twenty six November twenty second. No, six. I wish it was no, it's twenty second. No, six. I'm looking at it right now. I just it's Saturday. <laughs> Is it Saturday? Wait, is Saturday the twenty sixth? Oh my gosh! It, is. Yeah. it was today's the twenty. Today's the twenty third, buddy. I oh my gosh! <laughs> I am so out of it from this. Yeah, I actually just they, they they just offered uh they just offered a bonus time slot for a credential. So um, oh, I wow. did not make the window for last week, so I may actually go out there and try to get that. Oh, good job! Yeah, go do go get that and. uh yeah, <laughs> my brain's just completely mush right now. <laughs> I'm like, I finally Tur- Artemis was, turkey brain two days early for you. Two days, yeah. Uh, I finally got back, and I'm just like, I don't even know anymore what anything is. Yeah, so that's launching. Um, that's the CRS mission. That is a NASA resupply mission to the International Space Station. Uh, SpaceX has launched twenty, of course, hence the name, twenty six of them. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're gonna be. I think they have. They got a handful more left on their contract. There's gonna be a. Uh, there's going to be a CRS two contract. This is it's a CR, sorry CRS three contract. This is a, I hate that they have the CRS is both in SpaceX's name and the contract name at the same yeah. time. Uh, but uh, yeah, this is the second contract that SpaceX has won. They're kind of at the tail end of this. Um, actually, uh, Northrop Grumman's the other uh, person of the contract, and they're like almost finished. Um, they only have like a handful more, and then they got awarded a couple more flights, and then. Uh, the other one who hasn't even launched yet from this CRS two contract was uh, CR Space, with their CR um, their uh, Dream Chaser space plane. Uh, that's supposed to start launching next year. I would I would assume none of these I think get out to the twenty thirty uh, deadline of the space station. So I would bet there's either there's either something in the contract that I haven't read that guidance them more flights, or they're going to probably do a a CRS three contract to, yep. to round out the International Space Station's life. Uh, for these resupply missions, um, I actually just read. I've, I've been reading Elon Musk's uh, 
a biography by Ashley Vance lately, and uh, just got I've just I just got to the point where they're talking about um, the CRS missions and the and the first flights of Dragon. So a first nice. flight of, of Falcon Nine actually. This is actually the whole CRS mission, whole CRS contract was the whole reason why Falcon Nine actually even exists today. But uh, nice CRS twenty six on November twenty six should be pretty easy to remember that. Our uh, next up. Uh, old, we have some old NASA satellites. So, uh, there's three satellites apparently um, on, on the chopping block for cancellation. Uh, they're called Terra, Aqua, and Aura. Um, I think I might be saying the uh, Aura as in uh, the dark wizard chaser from Harry Potter. I've been listening to way too much Harry <laughs> Potter audiobooks the last few weeks driving around the country. Um, uh, they were launched in 1999, 2002, and 2004, respectively. Uh, they're on the chopping block because they're kind of at the tail end of their lifespan. Um, they're not really, I guess, uh, the NASA doesn't seem a whole lot of use to them, but the scientific community is kind of like, no, like these are great. Like They still have you know, at least another couple of years left of, of mm-hmm. lifespan left in them, and they want to use them to pretty much take a look at forest fires because they're hmm. – the way their orbit – I believe they're in sun synchronous orbits, so they they pass polar over the over the north and south pole, and they land at a certain time. I think it was like noon. They would overpass the same spot at like the same time every day. Um, I think the certain point that they were they have it on is that it passes over noon over a certain point in the Earth, whatever every single day. Um, and now they're going to be moving more into like it passes that spot like um in like one thirty or two o'clock in the afternoon, um which just because of their orbital drift, they don't have the ability, the, the fuel, the main, to change their orbit back to mm-hmm. noon. That gives them apparently closer time to see when like the wildfires pop up, like brush fires pop up over uh, out West. Um, and so they kind of want, like, Noah's kind of like, dude, it's like, great. Like don't cancel them. Uh, they they want to save, yeah. it costs about $84 million a, a year uh, to, to run these, run these program uh, run these satellites. So they want to put that into like next generation satellites to do the same thing that they're doing, but just better. Uh, but, uh, so apparently there's some scientific communities, communities that really want to, um, that kind of check them out, them. continue to yeah. use them. Yeah. Yeah. Which well, makes... I guess. And then they'll, they'll, they'll obviously provide the budget to keep it going then at that point. Right. Possibly. Uh, or it's kind of weird. There's a lot of NASA stuff ran by no one, a lot of NOAA stuff ran by NASA. Like they're yeah. all pretty intertwined. Um, I think for like this next rest of the year, NASA would probably be footing the bill, but um, maybe in like future budgets, they could, they could, uh, of course, of course, yeah, we need a new budget. I think we're going to subsidize it or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're on a continued resolution. For like mid like mid December, I think so. We actually there's a way that they could possibly see these moved over, transferred over to NOAA because NOAA does have a good amount of satellites they operate too. Nice. Uh, final final headline today is Starship related. Uh, we started with SpaceX, we're going to end with SpaceX, and it's going to go into our next topic, Artemis. Starship is going to land a crew on the moon. Oh wait, we already, wait. This is we already knew this one, but wait. Yeah. <laughs> this is for Artemis four, not Artemis three. So. Wow. Uh, there is a it's called option B uh, and say uh, NASA opted for their option B of the contract with or with SpaceX for the human landing system. Uh, this was uh, pretty much gives them an extra billion dollars or gives SpaceX an extra billion dollars and we'll build a second HLS starship and we'll land uh, crew on the moon um, for the Artemis 4 mission. And of course, we just witnessed the Artemis 1 mission. Artemis 2 is supposed to be in 2025 uh, and that is going to be the first crewed mission and then Artemis 3 is the first lunar landing 
um, of Crew, which is going to be on a Starship HLS version of their Starship rocket. And that's 20... Uh, we'll see whenever that happens. Um, <laughs> I think I think that was supposed to be 2025, and now like Artemis 2 slipped, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Um, and then Artemis 4 is going to be sometime after that, and it's going to be more nice. Crew. And I think also some... They might actually also go to Gateway. I think by then Gateway is to be up and running. So they're going to stop at the Gateway station, uh, space station that will be in orbit around the moon. So that's super cool. I mean, we haven't heard. There's some rumors going around about Starship launching orbital in December. Uh, I doubt it. I, I have so many doubts on that launching this like year. this December? Yeah. I, it's not. I, it's like. They might have a rocket ready to launch, but they're not yeah, yeah, a launch yeah. license. Yeah. Like, I think that's kind of like what their deadline is that the people are hearing is that the deadline to have a rocket ready is this December. And, um, I mean, yeah, I, I would imagine, I think, aren't they going to, I mean, the first true launch of Starship is going to be out of Florida, right? It's no, the first Starship launch is going to be out of Texas. It's going to be done. You, oh, Starship, wait, okay. Starbase. So yeah. they're, no, they're, they're going to do all, all the their... environmental issues and, they're going to get through all the. I mean, yeah, they got approved by the FAA to do it. They just have to get through the FAA yep. um, environments. Uh, they only were going to launch the first. They're only going to move Starship over full time to Florida if uh, if FAA didn't approve them or it just got too has too too hard. But I'm pretty sure they've they just have to get through <laughs> some forty or so uh, some issues that the FAA pointed out in their their review. Red um, tape. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> all that fun stuff uh, before they can launch their first Starship rocket. I, yeah, yeah. I if this goes if this goes next spring I'd be that'd be a pretty good timeline I think that's pretty good but um uh, who knows who knows at this point yeah. I mean uh, there's really no transparency going on right now I'm gonna say transparency but there's not a lot of openness going on like for um for like how they're handling the things how they're handling um uh uh the the changes they have to make like there's no once the FAA kind of gave their review like they had a, the FAA had some great sites for like tracking the process for the review um mm-hmm. but since it's been out like there's really been no like updates on like oh now they have this completed they've done this for us right. they, we don't really know exactly <laughs> at all how much they've um they've completed out of that review out of the changes they have to make for the uh mitigated fonzi the finding of no significant impact which i that's such a funny a funny way of saying like there's no significant impact except you know they did like flatten a bunch of the land and like yeah <laughs> and like there's there's been a significant impact already yeah. um so and we'll see how like what happens when they actually start landing those boosters down like because yep. it's all dunes down there like it's not right right it's not like it's not like hills where like it's it's rooted in like you know there's not like a bunch of grass rooted in. i mean there's a good amount of grass but it's just all sand so it's not like it's yep gonna hold on that, that that those that 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 grass isn't gonna be like holding on to that sand pretty well it's just gonna yeah. blow away <laughs> there's actually like um when you get to the road when you get down to the beach it's like eight feet maybe 10 feet tall dunes that are like on the other side of the road and i just i can imagine the first booster they try to land on the on the launch pad just completely levels those dunes and just like covers up the road what <laughs> yeah, it just like completely yeah. like miles it out, and like you don't even see you don't the road just ends now like a hundred feet sooner. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I could totally see that happening uh, for that first Starship flight. Um, however, that is kind of cool. Is is that's a pretty big a billion dollars uh, to um, uh, the SpaceX. Uh, they've been that's a that's a pretty. I'm sure there's some some financial people there just took a big deep breath for uh, the funding of, of Starship development down there. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Yep. 
right, with that, cool. yeah, let's take a, a break, break and then we'll jump into the uh, main topic. We've been waiting. We've been waiting weeks for it. We'll I know wait a little bit more. Just one second longer. It finally happened, dude. It happened. <laughs> there was <laughs> some. I really wish we had like. Um, like just hardcore rock just playing at the press site when that thing launched because it, it deserved I it. I know. You couldn't hear it, it but yeah, it would have been cool. <laughs> oh yeah, you wouldn't be able to hear it. You gotta hear it at the start yeah. of the launch, but not when it when the sound of the rocket came. Yeah. But oh my gosh, that was great. So I know. Both... I almost regret I, I regret actually not doing like a live reaction of it, you know, and just doing like Oh, I have a live video. Well, I have video... I mean I have stuff that I recorded like and you can hear I have sounds because I recorded with my phone. But everything mm-hmm. I recorded was pointing towards SLS. It wasn't pointing towards the toward you know towards the. Crowd, I would which is terrible. Okay, terrible. so there's a there's a TikToker who does a bunch of train spotting, and he has a 360 GoPro that he just puts on his face, and yep. so like it's really I don't know I don't know why he started doing it. I guess it was just really easy for him to do reaction video and video of the train going by at the same time with one camera, and so like the video is like if like it's like pretty much put a 360 camera. A half an inch from your forehead and that's the view of your face and it's kind yeah. of it's kind of great i love it um and he he's blown up on tiktok for all this stuff and like i want nice. i wish i should have put something like that yeah exactly because yeah. it's just would have been a dumb look just like they're not doing it they're not <laughs> doing it and all of a sudden like it like i saw the engines i saw the rs 25 light i'm like oh there's yeah. some there's some light there that's not that's not Xeons. that's that's some rs25 light and all of a sudden then the srb's lit i'm like oh well this thing's going no matter how much it wants to not go this thing's going yeah <laughs> so, so all right let's let's take a step back for a second take us down to the ground for anybody listening or viewing that wasn't able to be there maybe they watched on tv or maybe they heard the day after and watched some recap videos take us in because you were you spent a lot of time in the press room and yeah, I was out in the field with the rest of the photographers and videographers. I spent a lot of time going around the different reporters and being like, "Okay, what's your over under? Like, what's kind of like, like what's like? Do you Seth think was it's happening?" DraftKings on the side, <laughs> dude. I had I was a bookie the entire time. Like, I was like, "What's your the like?" I had a little, I had a little black book going. Um, and uh, I, several several people were like, "It's going like 100." percent Like, they're all like, they're all pumped. Like, they're yeah. guaranteed it's going. And other people were just like, "It's." 60 40 like i heard 60 40 a lot from from yep. from one guy and uh up until like you know when we hit that 10 t minus 10 minute hold which was okay that was a planned let's, hold right yes so let's let's go over like this is such it was such an artemis launch like it's such nasa has a way of doing launches that just makes us all super like just gets the heart going dramatic man it was very sim- so cinematic dramatic. and dramatic yeah so uh, th- this is the fourth launch attempt of Artemis One. They had a lot of fueling issues, and so we're going into. I think I got there at. Um, well, I woke up at eight AM to record the podcast. I'm sitting yeah. there. Let's let's talk about that real quick. Um, I wanted uh, as I my goal going into the uh, Tuesday last week Tuesday was like energy management. Like I'm going to be up for a very long time. <laughs> I need to manage my energy, and I can't like. I can't show up to the press site already being up for eight hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I had to go set up, or we did the the camera reset, reset so early in the early. morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I had to so go up there early. I my body wakes me up at like five thirty in the morning, like every day. Yeah. I woke up at five thirty. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to do anything until at least like at least eight. We're going to do the podcast between nine and ten. That's fine. Like that's an hour. I can manage that energy. Like that's fine. I will get up at like eight thirty, do that podcast. 
um, or like eight-ish, head over to your place to the podcast. Um, but like by like seven o'clock, I'm like I can't, I can't sleep. Like I'm just like I can't. It won't. My body won't let me go to sleep. Like I have to do stuff. So I'm like up at seven. I'm like whatever. I'll just like yep. just just watch YouTube, do relaxing stuff, and also we do the podcast at nine. Also like oh, a local radio station here in Milwaukee wanted me on to talk about the launch, so I did that, and um, so <laughs> that was like from like. 10, like 11 45 or something like that i actually drove back to your place i was like i was finding do you need to find a place with good cell service and i'm driving around like you, you where your where your office is i'm like okay i'm just going back to his like his parking lot i don't think i told you about this <laughs> at all no <laughs> i just drove back to your place because i had great cell service compared to anywhere else and i went down to like there's a wawa down the street so i ate there and i'm like real quick i'm like oh crap i have like 15 minutes i don't know where to go so i just went back to your place nice. um <laughs> Like right, right, like parked right next to where I parked right before. You could have walked out and just saw me. Like I was sitting there for an hour. It would be really confused. Um, and then I, uh, and so we did the interview. And like all of a sudden it's noon. And I'm like, all right, well I gotta start getting ready for the launch. Make sure I have all my stuff. Shower, change. I went to the press site by three o'clock. Okay, feeling starts. We're all there. Like a lot of the major media is there in the in the in the bullpen area in the press center, and. <laughs> flawless not what we were expecting we were like yeah. so prepared for like so many issues to go through and they ended they added like a, a, i think a few hours into the countdown in it like prepared for issues with feeling and all of a sudden mm-hmm. they finish feeling or they get to the end of feeling and they're like we have extra time we're we are, uh, yeah like <laughs> we um uh daryl who's the public affairs officer who would be in the who's in the launch uh control room uh, who also, by the way, is very tall. You would never notice that on camera. Yeah, he's very, he's very tall. Um, he was doing. He also goes. We have an hour twenty. We're hour twenty ahead, and we're just also around like, did he say an hour twenty or twenty minutes? Like, no one believed him that he said it was an hour twenty. Like, I was like, we're all just like, oh my god, that's a crazy amount of time. Yeah, usually, and especially, I feel like because it's such a scientific thing, it's usually like. You know, timing is so down important. to a second, and yeah. it's down to a second usually. Yeah, so to be ahead mm-hmm. that far, that's crazy. Yeah, so they went into replenishment like with plenty of time to go yeah. into like into their countdown, and then things started to like get get a little get a little weird, get a little uh, uh, dramatic. You can say uh, we had uh, two issues that popped up um, within an hour of launch. I think it, it was very, yeah, very it was pretty close to an hour of launching. Um, first one was there was a leak because there's always a leak. Um, there's never, when you're dealing with hydrogen, there's something yeah. leaking. It's, it's just whether so or not small, how, man, it's like impossible to keep it all in yeah. containment, right? There's always something leaking. It just depends on how bad yeah. it's leaking. <laughs> it's what the issue is. Um, and so there was an intermittent leak near some, uh, uh, I think it was a, it was the valve on the launch, uh, mobile launch platform. Yep. And, so <laughs> we're kind of like, okay, like they'll figure it out. Like that's, they're, they're all those like, it's an intermittent leak. Like we're kind of like, okay, that's we're, I don't think there wasn't that big of a, big of a discussion about it other than like, okay, like we all saw this coming. Like there's a leak uh, that ended up being uh, solved by uh, a red team. So do you know what the red team is? So did you know, wait, did you know what a red team was before I, the launch? No, I did not. Okay. Now that's, now that's the part. Shame that, me in was, the comments, everybody. 
<laughs> no, I'll be honest. It's it's been a very very long time since we've even heard the mention of what a red team is. Like that's a very like NASA rocket launch thing to know. Like just because everyone else is a private company, so there's they can be doing things and just never mention it. NASA does everything publicly, yep. so like they will mention when they send crew out there. So that's what a red team is. A red team is a group of people who go out to the pad while feeling is happening, and. Uh, bang on things until they work pretty much is what i think is, is the best way <laughs> Dude, to put them well the the word I, I i don't remember where you were at the time but the word was like twerk some nuts <laughs> yeah they're gonna they're gonna go up to the rock and they're gonna twerk uh what was it called torque torque something nuts yeah and i remember i didn't know i missed that tweet because uh, I was out, this was like, they had this whole bit of, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to walk around the, the press set a little bit, hang out with some people, whatever. And I think we were, we were hanging out. There's a, there was a YouTuber there called Jared Poland. Fronos um, photos. We out, com. And, uh, <laughs> free plug. Everything raw. Um, so he was, <laughs> and, uh, everything, we were, we were hanging out with him talking. He was like, we were, we were talking. Oh, wait, about time out. Let's free plug him. Dude, we didn't even get the free plug from him. We got, and friends. Oh, <laughs> And friends. We did get and friends. That is true. Yeah. Even um, though I ended up hanging out with him most of the night. Like, we hung out until, like, almost the end. He was right next to me the entire time. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Jared, and I, 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 honest, I gave him terrible I gave him terrible advice. So, I'm not surprised I didn't get plugged at all. <laughs> um, I think, uh, so, it was like, uh, I just, I didn't miss that tweet. I saw Michael Sheets from CNBC, the Space World for CNBC. Uh, I saw his tweet, and then I just saw him go, they're going to what the what underneath that fueled rocket? <laughs> like, what? And I look at it, it's like, yeah, torquing some, torquing some lug nuts. Yeah, there, torquing and some, then all of, some, uh, all of the Aetherid jokes come out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, like, everyone turned it. Oh, dude, I, there was a thread with, like, a few other of the reporters, and they were just, like, they were unfiltered. It was like, there's probably, was, like, uh, there's like, probably t-shirts and hats already made, right? There's got to be somewhere. No, there, there's got to be somewhere at Etsy of like of just the red team twerking some nuts. Yeah, and there's probably some not safe for work stuff going on there too. <laughs> and uh, um, and like there was a thread of like a bunch of reporters. Like it was probably like ten o'clock at night, eleven o'clock at night. Like everyone's overtired, and there's just just people like no filter, yep. just going yep. through at this thread. I'm just going through. I'm like, oh my gosh, um, we are just crazy right now. And uh, so they had they had to go out there, and this was it was going to take thirty minutes, but that knowing how long it takes to drive from the press site to 39 a like round trip would take 30 yep. minutes. So it's going to be about an hour total. Um, well, dude, and- I mean like everything there, when you just said you were like, Hey, I'm going to take a, a quick break and walk around the press site. Like if you go from the actual building to anywhere in the parking lot, it's like a 15 minute round trip thing. Like going to the bathroom, like, Oh yeah. You don't just like you're, it's going to take some time. Yeah. Well, there, I don't know if you know this. There are bathrooms in the press center. Oh like, yeah, yeah, two yeah, sets yeah. of bathrooms. But it's just like you're fighting like a thousand people. So. Yeah, you're like it's just like, there's just stuff everywhere, and you're like walking around all these buildings. But the whatnot. bathrooms are yeah, all yeah, if I'm located all... in the same place. So if you're on the other side of the parking lot or out by the countdown clock, it's like all right. Hey, man, they had they had they had porta potties for us there, which was the first. So uh, the f- they had there, to. There were like seven thousand people there. I think those were mostly for the other NASA social yeah. people that were all like corralled. I would find it funny. I saw them over there, just all like corralled in this one little area. I'm like, oh, sucks. Yeah. Um, the uh, uh, so yeah, they went out uh, and they, they apparently the people have been training for one person trained on it for like 37 years. Wow. I think I saw the number was um to be on this team. So obviously he worked on the shuttle, yeah, of course. And um, 
never got called up and he finally got called wow. up and I, it was really at the end of the live of the live coverage it was uh the one guy that was on the younger guy who was on the team he was kind of like just talking also i i totally missed the line but because i was doing something else work also this year yeah we kind of showed up today <laughs> like, yeah he did yeah he did because well there was well no, if you didn't if you didn't go out there and torque those nuts we that launch that rocket wasn't gonna go that that rocket needed this nuts yeah well that wasn't the only problem then right because they got that covered that. and then the next problem yeah so this happened around the same time actually uh is that there was i actually i think i don't the government uh i don't No, i think they were all, they were already confidence. back when they called then all of a sudden um uh i think they were happening i think they were happening at the same time got it, i think got the it. i think the red team got called up before maybe the range happened so uh we were just sitting there and all of a sudden uh, we just hear if we were to launch right now the range is red and it's no go because they've lost communications with the radar site. Yep. And we're just sitting there just like, okay, cool. What does that mean, Daryl? And Daryl goes, and this is Artemis launch control. And there he's done. I'm like, okay, what does that mean, Daryl? Like, explain. What does it mean they've lost connection with the radar site? Like, what do you mean the DOD cannot communicate with one of his very expensive assets yeah. that it has around the base? And, uh, oh, speaking of this, hold on. This is sidetracked. It is actually. Well, do you know you're right next to a space force base where you live? Yes. Okay. Yep. I remember I was down there. I was staying around the same area you were, and all of a sudden, like, yeah, there's a there's an annex down yep. there in uh, Vero Beach. Is it or is it where's it called? No, there, Palm Bay. Well, there's one in Palm Bay. Yeah, yeah. I drew. It's uh, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it's right near where uh, I kind of grew up. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I just wanted to know if you because I I read the whole Wikipedia page on it just to let you know so I can I can teach you. you want me to educate you on that thing or no? Uh, let's educate the audience, of course. Okay. <laughs> so apparently there's a there's a annex of the uh, of Patrick Space Force Base, uh, what they're called, uh, down there and and base. So it's like this is kind of like what these these stations are. They're remote kind of stations. Yep. What this place used to be in Palm Bay was it used to be like um uh, a reserve airfield for I think the Navy. Uh, for training back in World War II. Um, it's been since decommissioned, and now it's just pretty much uh, kind of like a, a radar station. Yeah, it's just a or, giant or, plot or, of uh, land. Some sort of state. A lot of fence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, but there's uh, supposedly there's some, there's some commu- uh, it's, it's either communication or it's flight termination software that they have, uh, a hardware that yep. they have in the area to, to terminate launches or communicate. I don't know which one exactly. I don't think the, the Space Force will, will, will say which one it is. Um, <clears throat> and so that's kind of what it is. So that's this is kind of that's like not that station, but that's the type of station that they've um, uh, that they've lost connection with. And I think we're just kind of also Daryl comes back, um, our, our only source of information. Uh, Daryl comes back and just goes, "All right." So it turns out that there is a FNX switch uh, down uh, at at Space Force Base, uh, and they're looking to replace it. And this is Artemis Launch Control, and done. And we're just like everyone at the same time in the press conference goes like. A what switch? It's just a really fancy network switch. Yeah. I think FFX has something to do with DoD internet. I don't know. There's, I know there's some different types of uh, DoD only internets that they can connect yep. to, like SuperNet and whatnot, um, that are, are, are DoD only. So it has something to do with that, of course. Uh, it's just a network switch, pretty much. Yeah, if you're if you do any crazy at home internet stuff, or you work at a business that has a lot of internet cables, you'll you'll see this in a in a, in a room. It's just a bunch of ethernet ports that go in yep. and out of each other pretty much. So um, that's all it is. And uh, they said they're going to look at replacing it. And it's going to take 70 minutes, which 
you could hear the gasp come from the press center. Yep. Like 70 minutes into the window. absolutely yep. kidding me? This is going to take 70 minutes, and we're an hour away from launch. And uh, uh, luckily, like we said before, they had a smooth... If they had any issues with fueling, uh, they would have scrubbed that night, 100%. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. that took just over 70 minutes. Yep. I think it was like... Uh, they just barely met that 70-minute goal. So if they had, they weren't an hour and a half ahead um, between the leak issue that they had to come up with with the red team and that switch change and verification. Um, they had to change off the switch and, of course, test it, make sure yep. it works. Uh, between those two things, they would have scrubbed, like, 100%. Like, that would not have been launching that night because they would have eaten up way too much of their window time with that with that 70-minute delay. It was a two-hour window, um, but if they would have ended up having, like, you know, any sort of delay, yep. of course, with with feeling, they would have hundred percent um, have scrubbed. Yep. So, luckily, DoD being DoD, uh, you know, hey, they, they listen, hand them both all they want. Uh, they they know what they're doing, and they got their job done, and, and they they were able to switch it and uh, and, and got it working. Uh, we were like in this ten minute hold, and I, I, we didn't really get confirm. I don't think we really got any real confirmation that everything was okay. I think we kind of just sat there, just like, okay, we're waiting on this new mm-hmm. launch time. It's probably gonna be like two-ish o'clock in the morning we're gonna sit around it's not that big of a deal like i'll go up and i'll set my cameras up and we'll just see what's up and all of a sudden a rumor started going around the press site like hey they're looking at set they're looking at 140 yep. 145 140 145 that's, yeah start, and that's gonna do the thing. Like, that's what we heard on the ground like it was all of a sudden that just started it just started like it was a wave that came out yeah. from the press that like all the all the leaks all the rumors like kind of just wave out from the press center it's really funny i was just like so i'm rolling out once we get to the edges of the of the press center, like it's usually confirmed by now by NASA, but like it's kind of like a like a funny wave that goes out. Yeah. Like all right, one forty, I'll go out. All right, I'm walking out there, and all of a sudden, over the, uh, the, the at the T minus ten point is when we finally get um, the countdown nets, the the actual uh, live audio from the launch controllers, and it's very very short. But they went through the goal pole. I'm like, oh cool, they went through the goal to 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 go and give us the count, and they go, no, that was the goal to start the ten minute countdown. I'm like, oh, we're doing it. Yeah. And I, I still was not believing it was launching until I saw like until I saw this SRB's light, uh, which was kind of. And I, I had a pretty. Um, you, uh, you said you wanted a reaction. Uh, if you watch my video, you get my reaction. Uh, I do drop the f bomb and a lot of people did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I actually ended up cutting some of the In audio. I edited some of the audio because it was like. No baby, no man. Oh, all raw. Yeah, I'm raw here. I'm my, I'm my. What I share is raw. You get my full emotion. And yes, it was holy blank. It's blanking going. (laughs) Yeah, that was in the first start of my of my video for that. So, um, and that video uh did pretty good. My my Falcon Heavy reel uh that we did uh of the of the happenings. It's like. Oh, it, it blew up that entire week. I got like went from having like one to two thousand views to twenty thousand. Nice, like, dude. Within a week, there you go. Like, I'm like, what the? Heck? Every time I go to Instagram, it's just like a hundred more likes. I'm like, oh, okay, nice. this is what it feels like. Um, I'll never know what that feels like ever again. <laughs> um, yeah, nothing else will will blow up that well. So, uh, yeah, it, I got photos. I mean, I'll be. I was. I was just happy to be there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I took the photos. I think I shared them. I'm happy. I'm actually. I think I was really upset with photos wise, like right afterwards. But now I can look it back. I'm like, you know what? They're not that bad. Uh, so I was. I, I was just like that. That was like crazy. It's going up. It's going up. And I'm like, yeah. 
I mean, oh, oh, it launched. It happened. <laughs> oh, cool, awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, there was. It was like, oh, it actually is happening. There was uh, once it started. It started going. There was people. You know, obviously, same reaction. Just people couldn't believe it. Um, there was a lady. She started crying next to us. I heard tears throughout. I heard people weeping. Um, and it was like. Uh, one of the other photographers next to me, I won't, I'll, I'll leave his name out, but he was screaming. He was, he had his Apple watch on and he was like, my heart rate's 160. Oh, it's going up to 170. <laughs> He's like, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. He was just like, he couldn't believe that it was happening. And uh, he kept calling mm-hmm. out his heart rate. It was kind of funny, but um, I kept, uh, that's funny. I had, I did have the sound meter on my, uh, on my watch face. Nice. And I'm like, I, uh, the whole, the whole joke going into it with um some of the Apple people at our, our network was like, it's going to launch this time. Because I'm, ha- I have my lucky, my lucky horse watch face on my watch. Uh, if you don't know me, uh, yes, I spent twelve hundred dollars on an Hermes Apple Watch because I make great financial decisions. Um, I don't know why I'm looking. I'm looking at the web. I'm looking at the wrong camera when I made that statement. I make great. Financial we are not decisions. giving financial um, advice disclaimer right now. <laughs> I for the, this entire podcast series never take financial uh, advice from me. Um, and uh, I'm like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna screenshot on the lucky on the on lucky uh, on the with the with the horse and the the sound meter, yep. and it's gonna be 100. It's gonna be 120 decibels. It's gonna be freaking awesome. And I forgot. <laughs> so, um, no, uh, we'll it. forgive you. So, but next I one, think, the next one, you can do it. <laughs> next one, yeah, Derek. Uh, I have to use Lucky Horse then for um for that launch because that's what did it. It was lucky. It was the Lucky Horse. Um, thank you, Hermes, for uh, SLS launch sponsored by Hermes. <laughs> I wish that would have been hilarious. Yeah, that would be awesome. Imagine like uh, it is orange. Like, yeah. Going off camera. I know. Big sin. Sorry. It's orange. Oh, there it's, you go. Look, there it's you the go. SLS rocket. Yeah. It's the SLS rocket. It's represent. Orange I've represent. Public. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. It's it's black. It's all black. Oh. Um, but uh, it's uh, that would have been uh, that would have been. Yeah. Been Derek. Derek got really good at audio. He recorded with his field recorder. Uh, Derek, one of our he also. He also shot yeah, some awesome Derek Wise video. Also, he he also set up. He had his own setup thing with like with two tripods, or whatever, yep. to record a sound meter, and it, it got up to 109 was the peak. Nice. Um, we were promised 120. Um, typical NASA overestimating. <laughs> it only got to 109. Well, it probably was. Um, we were, we were just. We were little... I mean, by the time it got to us, it dropped a little bit. It probably was louder yeah. than that. Oh, they were saying 120. Oh, it was. Oh, that's the the sound of the pad is was would is like murder you yeah. sound levels uh no i think they said somewhere like oh press i would be 120 or vib would be 120 i'm like oh nice we got 109 so um maybe actually well it depends i guess where you are at the press site if you're closer to the vab maybe you would have gotten 120 yeah uh, maybe the press maybe the dance of socials did have the better the better the better sound, spot to view the from sound spot. yeah they had the sound spot we had the photo yeah. spot so uh that that's Oh man, it's crazy to think that it actually launched. Yeah, like it's like still like a week later. It's kind of like it's still yeah, it's still pretty mind blowing. What are we gonna? What are we gonna talk about? Like, <laughs> I think in my article, I I mentioned like uh like gone on like the the jokes like the the when are the next launch? Is Starship gonna launch before HLS? Right, like, right. Or before for SLS, uh, all all these like no more of these articles. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, launched. Yeah, it's gone. Uh, it's gonna happen. Yeah, I got, I got, um, from the press set, I got pretty good photos. I was really happy with what I got there. Uh, I've got an awesome video from the press site, um, with pretty good, like, really good sound quality recorded direct to the camera, which was cool. Um, mm-hmm. I had three remotes out and two fired, one, which was the one that I wanted 
to fire the the most, um, which was on the crawler way. Um, I got an awesome picture of that. In fact, I got a couple of retweets from um, some some pretty uh, noticeable people that uh, you know, like influential people nice. in the space. In this space explorers Twitter, right? You talk about space yes. explorers. <laughs> no, but uh, a couple other just uh, individual <laughs> people that are pretty uh, heavily involved in the space in space Twitter, at least. Um, commented saying that it was one of the best photos that they saw of the launch, which was cool. That was, that was, uh... you had some great photos. Yeah, it was fun. My, my, my pad photo didn't turn out. It looks like a Christmas tree. Uh, I did share that yesterday. (laughs) Um, but you know what, man? Hey, we win some, we lose some to be there and experience it and have the, even the opportunity. Um, you know, that was amazing. Thanks to space explored actually for, for getting me out there, um, to even have the opportunity because, there was only about 7,000 people on site, which was, you know, the closest you could legally be unless you were actually probably working for NASA. And maybe you were closer. I don't know if they had anybody closer, but. Um, yeah, I don't know what <laughs> was all there. Yeah, to be to be there but, and um, actually experience it in person with everybody. Like, I, I actually stopped. I was, you know, shooting with a, with a pretty long telephoto lens. And at one point, I actually stopped because I had to look at it. I was like, I got to look at this thing with my own oh, eyes yeah. throughout the camera. You know, I, I know a lot of. A lot of the photographers and videographers didn't put down their cameras when they were able to capture, um, oh, you know, things like the booster separating. Booster I had to, I had to stop and just look at it, man, because I think it was after like thirty seconds or something like that, or 30, 40 seconds. I'm like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. Like I'm just gonna watch this thing. Yeah. Now. Like I'm gonna. It's just yeah. Um, I took some photos of, of like around where booster step was, but I didn't. I you can't. It's you can't focus on something. Like I, I didn't have manual focus on. I'm like I can't. Eh, it's whatever. Um, but that thing, you could see that going for like uh, a, a while. Yeah. I didn't think the RS. Those four no, R twenty fives are super, super. And it was bright, you know right? a lot of people worried because the with the weather around the Cape was pretty um, questionable fog wise. It was pretty. The fog was kind of rolling in. There's some yeah. low hanging clouds, um, so it was sort of questionable. But hey, the one thing we didn't talk about, man. As this thing lifted off and getting off the pad, we instantly went from night to day. It was incredibly bright. Every yeah. photographer I know <laughs> definitely botched their settings because they didn't expect it to be as bright. You know, obviously there's a couple guys out there I, that have, have shot. I still don't know if my shots were underexposed or overexposed. It, because, well, it's impossible. Like, You're literally exposed. I mean, it's like an yeah. instant. So it's like... Even even the iPhone can't keep up, right, with the auto exposure. Like you're going, oh, you're no, literally changing like, light within yeah. a couple seconds, and it's like you either it's either you expose for the flames, which is what you you know you want to see the engines, uh, or you expose for the top of the rocket, which is in darkness and it, it's pretty dark and it's yeah. hard to see. So it was like one or the other, you know, like and you kind of pick the the oh, lesser yeah. of the two evils or try to get somewhere in the middle, and that's you know you get what you get at that point. But um, but dude, like the engines so are the exhaust. Yeah, my exhaust is just completely uh like blown out. But like the rocket's still pitch black. Like yeah, exactly. It's like exactly. yeah, I got the flames. I'm like yeah, and they look. I got some pretty good detail on the flames. But yeah, from basically like the the, the booster cone up, it was just like kind of oh, there's no more. It, it almost looked like your a lot of people's uh Falcon Heavy photos minus the fog. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, it's just like, yeah, it's just that dark, so you yeah. can't see much. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know if I was very popular for doing this, um, but uh, I, I was walking around. All the photographers were kind of like, kind of like, oh man, like I missed this or missed yeah. this. Like I have to change this. I'm like, see in two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we all like, said that. We we're like, all right, now we'll be ready in two years. We'll be, we'll be ready for this because we know exactly what to do. Yeah. 
<laughs> Try again. Yeah. In two years. <laughs> yeah. Shout, I mean, there's there was a bunch of photographers from the remote locations that got amazing photography and footage. And, uh, you know, they, most of them, if they were, they were trying to get engine shots or, or flame shots, they, they definitely picked, uh, exposing for the flame. So you, you sort of lose a little bit of the rocket, but, um, but nonetheless, man, yeah, overall, just an amazing experience. Now I need to go, go looking for the wires photographers. So, um, if you guys don't know out there, uh, for photography, uh, for remote setups, the wires kind of get different. If you're a wire photographer, so if you're looking for like AP or, Uh, uh, the the rest of them. Uh, I don't remember the names. Uh, uh, you can't like, get different spots. Oh, they got the like setup. Reuters and uh, there's a couple other Reuters. Yeah. Um, yeah, whatever. Um, they get the setup. Uh, they, they actually set up uh remote cameras on the top of the vehicle assembly yeah. building. And I'm interested to see how those turned out. I haven't really seen any um used by any of the other like major um sites. I don't know. Maybe they just didn't turn out well. Uh, it's like, maybe it's no possible. one. Okay. Yeah, so I don't like I don't know what sites would be using like um that I'm trying to find like AP's photo sites yeah. but I can't really find them. Um, that'd be really cool to see like how those turned out. Yeah, it was. So. Yeah. But so okay, so it launched. Where is it now? We'll give give everybody an update on what's going on. Yeah. Right now. So we actually we do have some notes on that, don't we? Uh, on the current status of the of the Artemis One launch. So uh, let's talk gra- back down to the pad. Let's talk about that, huh? Um. <laughs> Uh, the mobile launch platform, uh, they spent a couple billion dollars on building that thing. Uh, that thing got messed up. So, uh, there's Toast. some good amount of damage to the, a lot of it's to the surface. I, I guess the, the structurally it's fine. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, they, uh, yeah. They posted, uh, they post, NASA posted some updates on it and they, you know, kind of structurally, internally, everything's fine. Um, but, uh, two major items, um, there's some good scorching on the surface at the top. Mm-hmm. You can tell it got beat up from those SRBs. Um, but what 8.8 million pounds of thrust will do to you. Yeah. The funniest part though, was, uh, uh, the, what was it? The elevator, famous elevator doors (laughs) just got blown out. Yeah. Which (laughs) I mean, if anybody knows anything about an elevator door, it's definitely not a thin door. It's a, it's a pretty good structured. Those are, uh, especially elevators for a launch pad. Yeah, like they're yeah. they're they're built then the more and yeah they just yeah, got bulletproof. Out. Like um, you can imagine, it's like high security level type door. Yeah, so uh, they're they're rolling that they're gonna uh, roll that back off the pad and they're gonna do some refurbishment. Yep. I mean, they have two years to do it, so uh, <laughs> they have plenty of time. Yeah. Uh, to refurbish an already built pad, and it, this is gonna be used for Armas. I think two and three. I think I don't know when they switch over to the Block One B. Um, SLS if they're if they're still switching over. I will say that um, the inconvenience that the doors, or not just the doors, but the damage to the pad in general created, like we we oh, went yeah, back and forth to go get our go cameras. Um, it it yeah. basically was like a three day, um, uh, back and forth. Like one day, well, we we went and got all the other cameras, and then they told us, hey, we can't get inside the pad on the day, and this was like hours after it launched. You know, like I don't know, half a day after it launched. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went to reasonable, get, reasonable. Yeah, yeah. So we went, they're like, you know, you can't come in. We'll have to come back tomorrow. <clears throat> no problem. So then they email everybody the next day and they're like, Hey, um, you can't come out today because, um, you know, there's damage or art whatnot. And then they're like, Oh, just kidding. You can come back out. So we get out there. And then right before we load the bu- onto the bus to go out to the pad, they're like, yeah, we can't go out. <laughs> yeah. 
And then they did it. Then they did that like another time yep. too, right? Yeah, that so that happened basically twice. And then on the final, they were like, "Okay, we'll email everybody." It may even be like a week before you can come back out. So obviously, if we if you live here, no big deal. But if you're like Seth and you've traveled down here um, for you know this particular reason, and you've made arrangements yep. for your travel, and now you're being told that you may have to come down here for an, a week later just to you know grab a camera or so, um, you can imagine how how inconvenient that I could be. They, I think they were mailing some people back to them, maybe. Like I think, yeah, I mean, yeah. I know they were holding some yeah. lost and found. So they were being, they were, all in all, they're being super cool about it. I mean, they could have been completely like, you know what? You're not getting your shit back for whatever amount of time. So, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then on, they were the trying, yeah. they were trying their hardest, but it was, a, it was super like, I remember I was staying with someone who had remote cameras and they were just like, really frustrated with the whole process i'm just sitting there just like yeah uh, all right like <laughs> yeah and i mean from and where i live like... it's it's about 50 miles one way so it's a 100 mile round trip so it's just like back and forth back and forth back and forth yeah so yep that was um that was our that was the mobile launch platforms that got beat up yep. but that's gonna get fixed um there were some cubesats that got deployed um uh inside from inside the adapter there's that that tapered portion um of the rocket inside there are some cubesats uh there for the most part we've heard them all doing pretty good except for two uh that are the japanese cubesat their solar panel failed to deploy uh that's like a five million dollar satellite i think they, they paid Ooh. to develop that i think i remember correctly off the top of my head that's like five million or something like that it was a it was a good amount um and i'm like oh that is that stinks that is rough they're like they're doing a whole like investigation board into like why it failed and all that stuff um, that that was pretty that pretty sucks for Japan. So they they got nothing. They're yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and stop complaining stuff. about my camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you little you're you're a couple you're a couple thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. five million dollars. Um, uh, and then the other one is a NASA CubeSat. Uh, it's called Luna. I think uh, I think it's uh, L U N A H. I think that's what it's called. Um, acronym off the top of my head again. Yes, it's a weird acronym. It's just Luna H something. They're looking for I think some hydrogen. I think is what they're looking for. Um. And that's why I think they have the H. So it's propulsion so far has had a failure. So uh, they're trying to, and they think that it has to do with the valve being heat. Mm-hmm. So they were supposed to do, is today the 23rd? Yeah, okay. So the 21st, they were supposed to do a uh, mid-course correction burn and um, to kind of get it into an orbit around the moon. Um, that didn't happen because it, the propulsion system just didn't work. Everything else is working out it's just fine. Just the propulsion system isn't. Um, they're getting, like, good data back and it's power and all that stuff. Um, they have some time. Uh, they're gonna. They actually can, apparently can just warm up the valve. And apparently that might just work. I don't know how you do that. On a, I don't know. That's just f- technology is crazy. Hand um, warmers. Just warm up of. Just yeah, yeah. They got some. They just they just got to crack some hand warmers and put it on top. Um, and so they're working on uh, warming up the valve and they're gonna try to get it. Uh, they have a couple of days to still be able to get into some sort of lunar orbit. It's not gonna be the same. They're going to get, like, less of the, the ideal data that they want, but they're going to be able to at least, you know, salvage the mission. Yep. Um, however, they do have a backup plan. If they can't get the, uh, the pulse system up and running before they can get in orbit, if they just go out into inter- interstellar space, they can just look at some asteroids, apparently. So Ooh. that's kind of cool. It is kind of cool. just, like, have this, like, this backup plan. Like, oh, if we miss the moon, we'll just, like, go see an asteroid. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like if you miss if right. you miss the movie time for this showing, we'll just go see the next movie that's coming. <laughs> yeah, just go next door. It starts, like, five minutes later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um... Uh, yeah, so they're going to try to find some uh, some some data with their uh, what they're originally trying to do on the moon. Nice. But with some asteroids. Uh, not <clears> sure exactly how much... Uh, 
like if it's going to really be as you know well as a dedicated mission but hey it's going to be an interstellar cubesat we don't have a lot of those uh, i think um the first time we've had those i think were deployed when uh perseverance went out was the first interstellar cubesats they deployed a couple to help with some telemetry uh telemetry data re- uh, relay uh, now there's been a couple more and so that's more interstellar um CubeSats, which would be pretty cool. We don't. It's uh, it's uh, the start of CubeSats being able to do way more than just uh, do some cool experiments in low Earth orbit. They can actually do some uh, real science now. Nice. So uh, right now, I th- uh, I believe they did their burn. They get into lunar orbit. If I remember, uh, if I, uh, I I'll be honest, my brain's been mush, so I haven't really been following it too closely. Uh, what they've been doing now, I know they just had a uh, a pretty big burn um, last uh, on this Monday, and so. Uh, there, I know they went around to the back side of the moon. I, I saw some photos of that. They had, I saw a moon set. I was like Earth set with an Earth set behind the moon, and I, I'm sure there's some photos out there of, uh, moon, of Earth rise when it comes out the other way around. So, yeah, yeah, that's cool, uh, man. That um, is kind of the current status. Uh, well, I was gonna say if you haven't had a chance to go and look at some of the uh, imagery of you know sort of when it's getting close to the moon, obviously, and then you see that shot of the moon and then the earth way behind the moon is just mm-hmm. unbelievable. You can put your little thumb up and block out humanity. Yep. <laughs> so you can do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Artemis one, man, it's been great. Uh, I don't know much else to say about it other than like, I'm just still blown away. It actually, it actually happened. Yeah. Unintended. It's, it's crazy, man. Again. Yeah. Still, still a week out. Still, uh, can't believe that, you know, that just happened. We were able to do that and witness it. But the other thing is, now we get to look forward to Artemis 2, and we get to talk about that for the next two years. All right. Now that we, we've we seen the launch of SLS, uh, the Artemis 1, uh, we get to now debate whether or not we're going to see a launch happen again. Yeah. We are on different sides of this. Yeah. Uh, so this is our hot take, hot take this week. Uh, is SLS going to launch ever again? Are we going to see Artemis 1 on SLS? Go. Or, you mean Artemis 2? What's your thoughts? Artemis 2 on SLS. Artemis 2. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and say this, and this is probably controversial, and hopefully I'm wrong about this take, but I think this might be the last one and only final SLS that we'll see. Artemis 2 will launch, but I'm going to say it's not SLS. What would it launch on? I don't know. <laughs> what would I, what, what's Orion going to launch on? That's, That's a thing. great question. That's yeah, question. I don't know. What? I don't know. I just It just feels like it was it was so much effort to get to this point that it would not surprise me if they were like at some point like hey we're going to take this in a different direction and just go with a completely different setup and system and so i don't know maybe throw the entire artemis mission over to let's say spacex right or whatever fill in company i don't know it just feels like it just feels like it was so hard to get to this point and i know that they obviously now once you do things you know once supposedly it should be easier because you have all these things built out and infrastructure and whatnot. But I don't know, man, sometimes, you know, winning a championship, the hardest thing to do is repeat. Right. So that's just my, that's my thought. Logically you're all there. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Should we look at cheaper options? Oh yeah, totally. (laughs) Uh, Is, is Congress going to let that happen? Oh hell no. Yeah. They have, they have, they're at, they're in sunk costs, uh, fallacy, sunk cost fallacy, whatever. They're, they're at that, they're, they've been at that for decades right. now, uh, almost over like a couple of years now for on, on the rocket. Uh, they've put so much money into this, they're not just going to cancel it after one mission. They're going to keep going. First, I, one thing is, I think Orion could possibly launch, um, 
on New Glenn. Um, I think that is totally a possibility. I don't know whether or not it can make it out to the moon, uh, but it can actually, I think there's a pretty good chance that it could be attached onto the top, um, easily accessible, uh, accessed by a crew access arm and be launched up there. And they would just have to like maybe dock with something yep. to get them out to low Earth orbit. Use a dongle to connect it. A... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Apple will make one. It'll be proprietary. Uh, yeah. Um, and it'll be nice, bright white out of made out of titanium and it'll be really heavy. And, uh, it would take six launches only nine, to go construct and only $9 billion per dongle. Yeah. Only, yeah, it'll be, it'll be 9.5 billion, uh, per month. So yeah. It'll be a 12 month finance. Um, you get the, of course, but if you Apple pay with Apple pay, you get 3% get back. So yeah, you will get 3% back. That is good. Uh, but only, uh, cashable at Apple stores. <laughs> so, uh, that uh, possibly there is a direction that can go. Uh, that's not going to happen though. Thing for you for, for, for a while. Yep. Um, because they are, politically like or we're just talking politics like that is it would be a disaster right. to be the congressman be the senator that comes up and goes hey we should cancel this rocket we just spent billions of dollars on right like that is just complete suicide for like any sort of further career because you would just instantly uh and it's kind of bad it's a jobs program at this point yeah well. yeah, like, yeah it, exactly. it does build a big exactly. launch it has a meaning but it is a massive employer of people and so if you're a politician who if you want to go to be president, and which there are very few out there who don't want to do that, right. um, like unless like I mean, there's people like Chuck Schumer and probably like the older generation who are like, oh, there's no chance for me anymore. I don't care. But like anyone who's younger, you have to have that ambition to yeah. be president one day. Um, you can't go up there and be like, I'm going to cancel a program that employs millions of people across all 50 states. Uh, you know, it, it empowers many very many small businesses across every single state, mm-hmm. and we're just going to cancel that program yeah. because SLS touches all states yep yep uh i don't between nasa has done a phenomenal job and making sure this thing you really can't kill this thing like it just will not die because it is politically very hard mm-hmm. uh, to cancel a program that touches so many states yep. and, and especially the large states like texas and alabama mississippi like a lot of, like yeah, there are florida. communities set up yep. around the i mean in florida there are communities mm-hmm. there are there are huge amounts of people in small packs of area in those states that like are just dedicated to this program. And that would just decimate um, that sort of that, those communities and those, those people, those careers. So should it should, (laughs) the question should be, should SLS launch again? Yeah. Um, I would say no. Well, I would say it's too expensive. Yeah. But I think it should. I mean, just for my own personal (laughs) One, one yes, for all the yeah. all the photographers, all the photographers would definitely would love this yeah. launch again because they have now previous knowledge to take photos of it. Um, but financially, well, just yeah, no, general, it's, 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 it's stupid. It's just it's too expensive. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. I just wanted to throw that but, out. There. I, I I just figured it, but a little take a little controversial <laughs> take on it. Yeah, uh, it, that was that was legit a whole argument for this week's episode. <laughs> it's just should this thing launch again? No. Will it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. All it's in like all... We're, we're the end of Mythbusters. Right. Right. Is right. it possible? Yes. Will it happen? No. <laughs> They're those, yeah. those far off things. But uh, so, uh, it, it's 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 one of those one of those things that's just like it's going to take um, massive advancements elsewhere for it to kind of be like it's going to be one of those things where it's going to launch for a while and be like, why do we have this thing still? That's the spatial. And someone's right? going to go two point Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Well, the, part of the space shuttle, a lot of the space shuttle was was um, Columbia. Um, so that like, that was a major like in, like thing that like okay we're done like this thing's not good. Uh, like it it was very it's very like the, the safety wise it's not really smart. Right. Um, right. This is just going to be like it's it's going to be the point where like oh NASA really wants to do this other things money wise but like oh we're funding yeah we could fund you this but like we're already giving you billions on this rocket so like. You know, maybe we re maybe we revise this rocket plan. You know, that's what's going to kind of be like. We're like they're going to NASA's finally going to want to do more, want more money to do other things, right. and they're going to have to like go. All right, well, I guess you know, let's try to downsize our, our SLS play and, and try to move. You know, Orion I think is the thing that's going to stick around for for a while. Orion is a pretty good spacecraft. Like I said, it it can probably fit and launch on New Glenn. I don't think it'll fit or launch on anything else. I think. Falcon Heavy is too thin. I don't think it's wide enough. Mm-hmm. I think it would just be like one of those things where it's like, yeah, we could technically put it on it, but like, should we put it on it? No, probably not. Like, it, it, I don't think it can launch. Like, yeah, new 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 Glenn will probably be a pretty good option for that. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, this is going to be one of those things. Like, probably like in like twenty late twenty twenties is going to be like, okay, should we keep funding this rocket that like is obsolete <laughs> and like is can be replaced yes we should do this yeah. we should make that change and at that point this is this is nasa's final rocket um this is uh they're not going to go out and develop another rocket again because they have pretty much put themselves out of business of that for the better um they've built up a commercial industry yep. that can build better rockets cheaper rockets um and rockets at a much reusable faster pace yeah. than what nasa could ever do yep. yeah so um they're gonna. They're not gonna. They're not gonna build another another massive rocket. They're gonna move off to uh, do more science, uh, do more exploration. And that's what they're gonna focus on. Uh, just whether or not when they're gonna accept that. <laughs> when NASA wants to accept that, uh, it, it's not a not a, it's not a it's not a matter of if. It's it's a matter of when. Right. Uh, someone's gonna force that upon them sometime. Uh, they're just gonna have to move on with it. Whether uh, my my guess would be in like the later 2020s yeah. is when we'll see that. Yeah, we'll see. Yep. Only time will tell. Which, uh, according to a source to uh, to Eric Berger, uh, with Ars Technica, Eric Berger, uh, apparently that uh, that might be before uh, Artemis Two launches. So who knows? Oh, there we go. <laughs> apparently to him, <laughs> Artemis Two's not launched until twenty twenty eight. So uh, uh, apparently that that might be a thing. Yeah. So who knows? <laughs> my, my bet's probably probably closer to twenty twenty six, but whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's that is this week's episode. Uh, that was our hot take. Um, this week's episode of the Space Explorer Podcast. Um, uh, seems so far that Twitter is still the best place to go for, for social media for now. Uh, uh, or interactions <laughs> for now. Uh, I felt like last week was uh, Friday was it. I felt like Friday was close and then it, it, I guess we're back to normal ish. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. we'll see if it survives. We'll see which comes first. Uh, Twitter's demise or new year's. Uh, my, 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 <laughs> joke my my bet possibly on twitter's demise uh so you can follow us on twitter i'm at seth kirk um he is at, at hyperlight uh we are also on instagram for in case if you're listening in the future and we don't exist anymore yeah. on twitter um <laughs> i'm super active on instagram uh, so please come at me there <laughs> i have some pretty awesome reels on instagram so go watch yeah, those uh i'm uh, also at seth kirk and are you also hyperlight on instagram All correct? The same. yep h-y-t-r-l-y-t-e and I'm a K-U-R-K, not K-I-R-K. So uh, that is it for this week. You can listen to us on all the major podcast streaming services. You can listen to us at spaceexplore.com. Um, and you can catch up on the latest news there as well. I'll see you guys all sometime in the future.